Welcome to uh, another podcast of Home Time with myself and Richie Firth, Andy Bush, Richie Firth over there. Can I just say, just at the very start of this, this studio has been like, like a World War Two TB ward. <laughs> Richie's coughing, producer Adem <laughs> hacking away in the background. Do you know what you guys need? Have you ever heard of a tonic? As in what? It's like a little bottle of this magic liquid that you can get from the, the chemists. It's like syrup, orangey syrupy flavoured. And you have a spoon of it, and it makes you feel much better. Do you know what there is? I, I wonder whether that is what my wife makes. She uh, will make every sort of three weeks or so this. I can only describe it as like a potion wow. that she keeps in the fridge. Um, I know that ground ginger goes in it. Oh, really? I think she puts some whiskey in it. She makes it herself. She though. makes it and then puts it in the fridge. And if if she feels the slightest little bit of under the weather. Has a teaspoon of a teaspoon full of this this potion. Mate, honestly, I, I'm so up for stuff like that. I genuinely believe in all these other things. I love the idea of Natalie's marvelous medicine. I will bring in the ingredients tomorrow. I'll get the uh, unless it's a secret though. Is it a secret? No, no, no. She got she got it off her sister. Oh. Uh, so it's got to be right. So um, what's her sister called? <laughs> Claire. Claire's marvelous yeah. medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it in. Brilliant. Um, something that we have got in our hands today oh, is yeah. uh, the order of service for today's show. Uh, this has been uh, left for us by. Lee Leona Graham, we, uh, we commented yesterday about how um, we have printed out pieces of paper showing us the songs that are coming up, what the order of the show is, and normally it's on A4, but you discovered Leona has something a little bit different. We found it by the side of the computer. I thought at first maybe it's like a tiny booklet or a pamphlet that someone had made or like a fanzine, but actually Leona has insisted that her log for the show is shrunk down to... What's half of A4? I think this is A2. Or is it A5? It gets A5. bigger as it goes smaller. Really? Wow. Um, so she's had it shrunk down to A5. Yeah, so she's um, she's got a copy of uh, our show log yep. and has made it into this pamphlet. She's stapled it down the middle. But here's the thing where she's gone a touch too far. <laughs> she's actually written on it in Biro what we should be doing every time we talk. Right. So our first, our first piece, she says, mention Leona's 80s drive show. Unbelievable. Uh, then later on, after the Foo Fighters, as you hear later, she says, give away £1,000, don't cock it up. Thank you, Leona. Thanks for that. Uh, after ACDC, I added this in for you. You need a bit of help. Wow. After Suede, apologise to Leona for calling her a goat. <laughs> Uh, after the stroke, submit Leona is better at fantasy football than us. Never, because you cheat. Yeah, you do cheat. Uh, after Fleetwood Mac, thank Leona for this booklet slash show log. <laughs> and then we finish <laughs> off the show by promoting Leona's 80s drive, which is still on until 8 o'clock. Um, she's got more time on your hands than you think, Leona, let's see with this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I feel overall in this, this kind of mini little battle that we've had running with her, she's definitely giving more than we're giving her. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. This is a very one-sided battle. It is. So we respect and love her. We do. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Tuesday's Hometime on Absolute Radio. Andy Bush and Richie first. Coldplay and every teardrop is a waterfall. Uh, meanwhile, we open the doors once again to the main office of the British Transport Social Police. <laughs> You probably know this. This is a uniform task force that Richie and I set up pretty much on day one of this show. Yep. And it's still in existence. It's basically uh, Richie and I patrolling Britain's uh, public transport, planes, trains, buses, anything going. And just because we haven't reported cases over the last couple of days doesn't mean that they haven't been happening. It doesn't mean that we're not monitoring. Well, we're, want, we're monitoring, we're watching. So if you see any annoying behaviour, and that's when things wind you up the most, it's when you're on public transport, innit? Make sure you let us know about it. You can text the show. We've got our own email address, hometime 
at upsyradio.co.uk. Uh, we've had an actual uh, message in from someone who actually works here, lovely mm. Claire Sturgis, who's a lovely, kind of calm, mild-mannered woman, isn't she, Claire? She really is, yeah. You always think nothing ruffles the Sturge. She's no. lovely. Not this morning. She, guys, please sort this out. Laying your breakfast and hot coffee out on an empty seat in a busy train carriage, I'm wishing with every fibre of my being for that coffee cup to spill over your neatly pressed beige skirt. I mean, that's awful. Awful, isn't it? Yeah. And it's another girl. Yes. That's winding her up even more. But she's got an issue with, obviously, people who do that thing where they decide to use the seat the seat adjacent to them as, like, an impromptu little table for their food. Out of order. On a busy rush hour train. Ejectable offence. Definitely. Uh, if you have any other stuff that you would like Richie and I to deal with, like I say, we are uniformed officers. Yep. Uh, make sure you get in touch now. School kids this morning, as I got on my train on the way in today, uh, a, a group of about ten of them. You what's, what's a collective group noun for that? Uh, scallies. Scallies. <laughs> I'd say a scally, a scally of, of school, school kids. kids. <laughs> um, and uh, they, they, do you know what? Their mum, their dad had made them pack lunch and they're chucking it around the carriage. Oh, my There word. was a trio biscuit. Do you remember the old trio biscuit? I used biscuits to love trios. That had been sort of uh, mushed into the vestibule of the carpet. I nearly spoke up and then they all got off. What a waste. Yeah. A whole trio. Again, there you go. Another example of something that we would deal with. Get in touch with us now and let us sort it for you. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Love that song so much. You too and Desire. This is Absolute Radio on a Tuesday. It's Home Time with Andy Bush and Richie Fern. Hope you're doing all right. Just one final quick thing to add in to the legislation. That's not even a word. Of the British Transport Social Police. Because we're building up this document of stuff that we consider to be an ejectable offence and that you'd be chucked off the train or whatever for it, mm. or the bus. Uh, this is outside of the station, but it's still within a train station type thing. This happened to me the other morning when I was doing my early run over to go and pick my daughter up to do the school run. Uh, we were both coming down this hill each. I was coming from the top of the hill, the guy was coming from distance to the right, out the front of the train station with a tiny little coffee shop stand thing. Yeah. I normally leave just enough time to get a little latte and then jump on the train. Yeah. He jogged ahead of me to get to the front of the queue so that he could have his coffee first. Is that under the jurisdiction, Richie, of the British Transport Social Police? Do you know what? I'm going to be controversial and I'm going to say it possibly might not be. Really? I think we're just talking reasonable behaviour here. Unbelievable. But I'm not sure because it's actually not on the train. It's, you know, because you might, neither of you might not have then turned into the station. He knew you that I was directing myself towards... Which is why it's unreasonable behaviour, but I'm not sure. This is something actually just for the social police. It's just the social <laughs> police. Which is maybe another force we need to set we're up. We're moving into bigger offices next year. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. This is Andy Bush and Richie Firth, founder members of the British Transport Social Police. If you see someone on public transport where people are doing something annoying, let us know about it. Uh, one of our units has been mobilised to London Bridge as we speak, and uh, on the line right now is uh, Ben. Uh, you're on the train as we speak to you, I understand. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct, yeah. Okay, thanks for phoning this in, Ben. Is it a busy train, or is it just, like, a few people on there, or what? Yeah, we're full, yeah. Okay, I love his... Hush tones. Hush tones. (laughs) Uh, Tell us about your conundrum, then, the the, the thing you would like clarification from the British Transport Social Police, Ben. Um, When I get off the train, if I press the button, am I the first person to get off, or should I wait for the person next to me? Uh, You, in my opinion, are absolutely the first person to get off. You you press the button, you get off the train. I think what you are transmitting, if you stand by the button and you're holding the button, you are saying to the rest of the people in that vestibule, I've got this. I've got this, thank you. Which means when the doors open, 
you're out first. That's uh, how it works. Ben, is this a thing that happens to you quite a lot for you to, you know, to make contact with the British Transport Social Police? Suggest that is a yeah. regular issue. Yeah. Tell us about it. What Four happens? times a day. Four times a day. Okay. And you think by pressing it, you should be allowed off first? Absolutely. Can I tell you that the people that I think might be making this a, a difficult situation, you get these people, and I've seen them on trains recently, where uh, they're, they're near the door, they're not getting off, but they think that they're the concierge, <laughs> and they can press the button and let everyone else off. Like some kind of bellboy. <laughs> like a bellboy, you know, get them like a top hat or whatever. I think they're muddying the issue. But, uh, but I think from... What, how long is it until you get off the train as we speak right now then, Ben? Uh, seven minutes. Seven minutes will take Richie's advice. You press that button and you damn well get off first, sunshine. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio's no repeat guarantee. Lincoln Park and Numb Hometime with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. The no repeat guarantee on Absolute Radio. Hear the same song twice. Call the studio. Win £1,000. Hey, so we've been taking a mallet to our no repeat guarantee for the past week and a bit. Uh, every day, putting £1,000 up for grabs. We broke the no-repeat guarantee earlier on, didn't we, Richie? Mm-hmm. Boy, did we break it. We played the Foo Fighters All My Life. That was played earlier on by Leona on her show. That's the song you've been listening out for. A lot of you have been waiting there for that call. Thank you for so many people having a pop at it. But we can say that the person who has won £1,000 is... Julie. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've just won £1,000. I love how you were just oh talking to yourself then. Oh, was I talking to myself? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking too much. I was saying, please pick me, please. Oh, oh Julie, you sound to me, and I love people like this because I'm the same. You never win anything. You want these people who never wins anything? Oh, what well, sort of people? Just, oh, I just don't know what... I'm, I'm speechless, seriously. Andy, Andy... I love you both. Anyone else in that studio, I absolutely adore all of you for picking my line. I can't believe I've been chosen. Well, there's two others in here as well, so we'll share the love around. Um, absolutely. Are, are you able to focus your thoughts a little and tell us what you do with the grand? Well, I was going to be really dismal, but now um, I think I might treat myself to a new colour of hair, like red. Ooh. Oh, wow. Has that got a particular what name? Because sometimes when you what? go down the hair dye aisle in, like, Superdrug oh. or whatever, they've got a little tiny clipping of a woman's hair and then a name, like, uh, Morning Orchard or something underneath it. Oh, I say. I, I, what about, like, here, Arsenal Red, because I am an Arsenal talker. Oh. I'm so happy oh, to hear this has dear. gone to a Guna. <laughs> what about um, a Guna win? Le- I, I think we've it, done so well. Let it may carry on. Oh, go, go and go, go and buy some lovely emery red. All right. What That's about this? Oh, uh, what about an Everton theme one? Why don't you have mid-table blue? <laughs> oh, oh, can I just leave that to you? Thanks very much. <laughs> you can rock it. Hey, it's not too late to take the money back. Leave <laughs> <laughs> yourself, Julie. Julie, you've got plenty of time to work this one out right now, but congratulations. It is a thousand pounds to you. Well done. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Is it this time next week? Absolute Radio's 10th birthday party pub quiz. Yes. This time next week, Richie, time is upon us. It's going to be ace. You can enter online. We'd love to see you there. If you're going to maybe submit a team with you and your busy mates going in for it, absoluteradio.co.uk. However, at a show meeting a little bit earlier on, 
uh, Richie's debuted an idea that I'm hugely concerned about. Well, look, your optimism that it's going to be great is commendable, but well, the, 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 the facts are that we are a week away and we do have nothing. We had a show meeting earlier on today. We're trying to come up with some rounds. Uh, and that is why I, I have come up with this idea right now. Right. For the pub quiz in a week's time, if we are at crisis stage, then what we need to do is embrace the spirit of one of the greatest TV quiz hosts of all time, one of the greatest TV quiz shows of all time. It's not difficult to invoke the spirit because he's actually not dead. He's still very much with us. You've had to clarify this so many yes. times today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, play the music. Seriously? Yes. Wait for it. Join in if you want. Please be upstanding. Here we go. Going for gold. Stop that. Yes. The time is right. Sing along in the car if you know the words. People are coming. Everyone's trying. Trying to be the best that they can when they're going for going for gold. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Normally a voice over there would go, ladies and gentlemen, your host is Henry Kelly. Someone's edited that out. So, for the pub quiz... Right. ..let's have the old Who Am I round. Is that the accent you're going to do? <laughs> That's what Henry <laughs> Kelly did. He would stand there with his cue cards and go, Who am I? I was born in such and such. How do you feel that is as an accent in terms of an impression of, of an Irish person? It's an impression of Henry Kelly. Is that absolutely spot absolutely, on? Absolutely, yes. That's how he sounds. Let's give it a go. You want to try go? it now? OK, yeah, go on then. we can have this as a round at the pub quiz. I've just done some waving then. Start the programme. <laughs> Take it away, Henry Kelly. Who am I? I was born in California in 1964. I started acting in 1981 and won an Oscar and Golden Globe in 1995. I was married to Elvis Presley's only child. I bought a castle in Somerset in 2007, but I don't live there. I'm one of the greatest actors of all time. But the accent's going. No, it's not. Accent's starting to slip as you get more frustrated. I was one of the greatest actors of all time. I don't know, I don't know. The purple patch of my career was in the mid to late 90s when I did the trio of films The Rock, Face Off and Con Air. Come on! Is it, um... I don't know who it is. I won my Oscar for leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> Timed out, it's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I'm Richie, I'm so sorry. What I wasn't sure. I think that sounds right. I just hopefully they'll be a bit more on it than me. Look, I tell you what, it's, I, I'm not the right person to be testing this Clearly. on. I have an idea, right? Well, we're going to put this to the test. We'll see one way or the other if it's going to work for our okay, audience. Okay? All right, okay. I'm really, really sorry I didn't get that. I feel like I've somewhat <laughs> taken the wind from your sails. I worked on that for so long. I know you did, and I feel so bad about it. Let's play a bit of suede, and I'll come back to you with, hopefully, where we can meet in the middle. OK. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Green Day, Absolute Radio's Hometime. Andy Bush, Richie Firth. Uh, Bush and Richie, did you know Oscar-winning composer Hans Zimmer, hymn of Gladiator, Dark Knight, Inception, was responsible for the Going for Gold theme tune, Ben Whoa. Brighton? you are joking me. No, 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 that is true. Is that Hans Zimmer is in the guy that did the unbelievably moving soundtrack to Blade Runner and stuff like that Correct. as well? Correct. He did Going for Gold? Yes, it's his work, yeah. That's better than the quiz, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That is absolutely unbelievable. Look, so, look, I feel really bad. I, I tanked really badly when Richie was demoing Going for Gold. He's going to do Going for Gold. This is his idea uh, for our pub quiz. We're doing a pub quiz to celebrate Absolute Radio's 10th birthday party next week. Get online now and sign your team up. We'd love to see you. However, I'm just wondering whether this whole Henry Kelly impersonation Going for Gold thing's going to work. I didn't guess who you were going to try and <laughs> suggest it was. So what we've decided to do is open the lines and get a test audience for you. Fair enough. Uh, we're going to speak to James and Paul are on the line. Hello, fellas, are you there? 
There we go, the pair of them just driving around, having a little listen to Absolute Radio and stuff like that as well. Uh, so, fellas, if you know who it is when we get going, just shout your name out and we'll... we'll uh, uh, we'll come to you and see whether you get it right or not. Yeah. However, if this doesn't pan out right, uh, it's not going to be in the quiz. I actually okay? feel a fair bit of pressure now. <laughs> Hanging in the balance. Uh, James and Paul, are you ready to play? Let's go. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Who am I? <laughs> I was born in Leytonstone in 1975. I moved to the northwest in the early 90s for work. My work has taken me to places such as Preston, Madrid, Los Angeles, Milan and Paris. My wife is very talented. She sings and designs clothes. <laughs> for most of my working life, I am known for living in Manchester. I am a footballer and I hold the England appearances <laughs> record. James! Is it David Beckham? Thank yes! Oh, my words. <laughs> nothing left. He was just making stuff up at the end. <laughs> Are they in on it? Are they in no, on this whole ruse? Genuine You've two got punters. Two absolute fellas, were you in on this? No, you were just going along as genuine punters, weren't you? Andy, we'll, we'll, we'll pay you later, yeah? <laughs> Come Unbelievable. on now. Unbelievable. James, one last question. What do you think of his Irish accent? It's shocking. It is shocking. <laughs> really shocking. Do you think he should be in the quiz, James? <laughs> no. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So absolutely obsessed with something that the England goalkeeper Jordan Pickford uh, came out with when he was doing his post-match interview last night after England beat Spain 3-2 in the what Nations League. What a game. League. What a great thing the Nations League is. We were on top of this. Love it. Absolutely love it. But he said something very unusual and uh, he came up with like a colloquialism or a nickname for a part of his body that I'd never heard before. Don't know if anyone else picked up on this. Here's a little thing that Jordan Pickford said said uh, in the post-match interview. It might have a little nudge or anything, but if you look back, I've got an elbow right in my dish as well. Well, what happened was, obviously, as Jordan said there, he got an elbow right in his dish, which mm. I, I don't know what that actually is. So we've got Rachel from our office in with us right now. Hi, guys. Rachel, tell us where you're from exactly in the UK. Middlesbrough, and to be specific, Nunthorpe. So he's a Sunderland lad, so that's all the same, yeah, isn't he's, it, really? He's, it's not, it's not oh. the same. It's definitely not the same. Realize, what are the nicknames, just to clarify this for... So he, Jordan Pickford, is a... Mackham. You from Middlesbrough, you're a... Smoggy. What? A smoggy. A smoggy. And then Newcastle's a Geordie. I've never heard of smoggy before. Yeah, because people say that we're polluted, but we're not. (laughs) (laughs) We don't (laughs) want to open old wounds here. (laughs) But that's what we're called. So have another listen to this. Might have a little nudge or anything, but if you look back, I've got an elbow right in my dish as well. An elbow right in my dish? What's he talking about? His head. So that's actually his head? Yeah, yeah. Where's that? Is that rhyming slang? Okay. No, it's just what you say. Like, my mum used to say to me, like... If you talk back to me again, I'll give you a clip round the dish. Clip round the dish. Oh, so the dish is the whole kind of head area. Essentially, it's the whole area, but right. mostly your face, okay. but essentially the whole area. Right. Clip round the dish. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you use dish. dish in your daily, you know, life in terms of talking about stuff? Like, um, I would probably use bonce or noggin a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the interesting point. So many different phrases yeah. uh, and uh, nicknames out there for different body parts. I guess what we want to do is we want to we want to create uh, an entire sort of skeleton of slang names. Parts of the body. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. This time tomorrow, getting ready to welcome our first guest into the studio. Yeah, we'll have to tidy up, wear yeah. our Sunday best and everything, won't we? I'd do that for Gerard Butler any day. <laughs>
and then some. <laughs> oh, please get the, the trophy out of the way for Gerard tomorrow. No, no, Let me no, no, showing that stays, off that. That stays because he'll ask. 80s versus 90s. In, in other news, we're making a kind of Frankenstein's monster of different body part nicknames uh, after Jordan Pickford described his getting, well, he got hit in the, what do you call it? His the dish. dish, yeah. Apparently that's his face. Uh, we're getting this opening our eyes into these colloquialisms around the world. So if you have a, a local nickname for a, a particular body part, tell us about it. 8, 12, 15. Uh, Emily says in Leeds, we uh, say schneck for nose. That person has a giant schneck, for example. Wow. Uh, Emma and the kids, you might know about this one. In Liverpool, we call the face your kite. What's wrong with your kite? No, never heard that before in my life. Really? Your never kite. Clanging manhole. Mouth, says Kate. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of text going about a fizzog. Uh, in the black country, fingers are your donnies, says Roger from Walsall. And apparently, according to John from Amar, armpit in Northern Ireland is called your oxter. Oh. 8, 12, 15 for your suggestions on this. Mobile, putting you in control. Choose the length of your contract and enjoy their lowest monthly price with anytime upgrade flex. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Tom Grennan found what I've been looking for. We got a thousand pounds on the way very soon uh, with uh, the new movie Hunter Killer, which you can win. Uh, appropriate that we've just played Tom Grennan, which is the old uh, Sky Sports football music at the moment. Makes you think goal alert, doesn't it? Does it does indeed? Uh, and it was. Jordan Pickford on Sky Sports last night that has uh, got us down this little avenue of trying to find uh, colloquial nicknames for parts of the body from around the UK after he said this it in the post-match interview. Anything, but if you look back, I've got an elbow right in my dish as well. He got an elbow right in his dish. Yeah. So we're trying to build this kind of composite of, uh, yeah, if you've got a, like a nickname for a body part around your neck of the woods, let us know about it now. I'm blown away by all the different phrases and words yeah. that we have for different things. I just wonder, you know, you think about America... Do you think, like, America has got this many different nicknames for stuff? We've got <laughs> nicknames for everything, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, like, for example, uh, Dom and Louise are travelling... What about this for a journey? Mother well to Disneyland Paris. <laughs> Listen on the M6. Uh, face is your kisser or your mush. Ears, lugs or Toby jugs. Legs, your pins. Feet, plates of meat. And your bum is your bahooki. <laughs> is that a Scottish thing? <laughs> Uh, Darren and Jamie from Derby, who have texted in about a clacker valve, yellow card, the pair of you, five-match ban. Thanks very much. And Carl says, my mate's from Ghoul in East Yorkshire. He thinks uh, whenever someone needs a whack around the back of the head, he says they need a tap on the back of their wazzle. On the wazzle? So that's the head as well. Wazzle. Uh, Jamie tweeted to say, I was going mad in the car earlier when you were claiming the dish was the head and not the face. Smoggies are not a valid consultant on northeast vernacular. Uh. They're from Yorkshire. We don't want to start any form of northeast battle, but thank you for contributing to our little, I don't know, skeleton of different names around the world. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Right, let's do this. Uh, the new action thriller Hunter Killer is out on Friday and to mark the release we're giving away £1,000 every day this week. We're blowing the budget. Uh, on the line and ready to play, let's say hello to Craig from Manchester. Hi, Craig. Hi, Bush. Hi, Rich. How are you doing? You all right, boys? We're good, good. we're good. Are you having a good day so far, Craig? Uh, apart from uh, ne- nearly dropping a TV on my foot, yeah, it's, it's been sound as a pound day today. How long have you been burgling overall then, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare getting out the windows. How, no. how, how come you ended up dropping the telly? 
basically there was uh, a little a little fault well, plug that I managed to just uh, accidentally take out, so I put it back in, but I had to lift the TV up. And unfortunately, I dropped it on my foot. Well, look, oh. Craig, let's hope the teledrama is as dramatic as your day gets <laughs> and the rest of this is going to be smooth sailing, all right? Uh, you have so. the chance to win £1,000. There is a twist. Uh, we're going to ask you three general knowledge questions. One correct answer is worth £100. Two correct answers will get you £250. All three questions correct, £500. But... Here is the twist. No matter what you've won, you'll have the chance to gamble everything on one final question for the chance for the full £1,000, OK? Lovely. Right, let's play. Very tense. Isn't it? Question one. How many sides does a dice have? Um, six. Is correct. Yes. It's tougher than you think, that one. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. You do? 100 quid? Thank you. Question two. Which country won the FIFA 2018 World Cup? It was... This year. Uh, I know it wasn't. <laughs> Come on, Craig, mate. Fra uh, no, I'll say France. It's wrong, I know. It is France. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Trust yourself, Craig. 250 quid. Question three. A little bit quicker on the answers as well, please, Craig. Uh, okay. Hot fuss... Sam's Town and Day and Age are albums by which band? What are you thinking, Craig? Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, your mind's gone blank. Okay, okay, uh, we'll, run out of time we'll on time that one. you out on that one. Uh, it was the Killers, but you got two <sighs> correct answers, so that's two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. Okay. Which is not it's not bad in a day's work, is it, Richie? Oh, 250 quid? It's not bad at all. However, at this stage, we've got one final question, which is worth the full 1,000. Craig, if you get it right, you win a grand. But you get it wrong, you lose the lot. The lot. Hmm. But 250 up to a grand, that's a hell of a jump. Yeah. It is. You started with nothing, just a sore foot from a telly dropping on it. <laughs> so... What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? You gonna gamble or stick with what you've already won? Uh, go on, let's go for it. Why not? Oh, yeah. great! Right, okay, we're all with you. Uh, we're gonna put a five-second yeah. timer on this, by the way, because we've got to be pretty okay. tough about things. So, uh, Richie, will give you a question. Best of luck. Thank you. Right, for a thousand pounds or nothing, John McClane is the lead character from which movie franchise? Um, Die Hard. Correct! Yes! Yes! <laughs> well done. <laughs> Good lads. What? What an amazing Tuesday. Your Tuesday's turned around now, hasn't it, Craig? Oh, my words. Oh, that is welcome relief. That is so welcome. Oh, brilliant. Oh, fantastic. Craig, well done. We're going to play a game tomorrow. You've won £1,000, all thanks to the new film Hunter Killer, starring Gerard Butler and Gary Oldman. It's out in cinemas on Friday. There's another chance to win at absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. We're about to do Hitler's Toilet. Richie, can you please tell us the little dramatic headline that you came up with for this. If you're having a chippy tea tonight, how you could be saving the future of shipping. Here we go. This is about to blow your mind. Flush, <laughs> flush, 
The global shipping industry is as big a contributor to greenhouse gas emissions as aviation. Wow, now I grew up in Brixham in Devon, which is a huge like fishing port down on the south coast. This is quite important to me. Yeah. You're saying, is, is it bad? It's bad. The heavy fuel oil that is powering these massive tankers... Right. ...is obviously packed with soot and carbon and sulphur, so shipping's got a big problem. How could it solve that problem? I hear you ask. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. The same leftover product from frying chips. Really? Hydrogenated vegetable oil, cooking oil that has been turned into a diesel, has just powered the first ever container ship. A ship has set sail with 22,000 litres of treated vegetable oil as its only fuel. Wouldn't you, if you were on that boat, wouldn't you feel just a little bit, I don't want to use the word at sea, because that's obviously a bit of a pun, but is that un, unstable to have a load of chippy oil rattling around in the bottom of the boat there? I'll tell you what you I know might mean? feel, is hungry. Well, yeah, all that you're smell. burning that off all the time. That smell would sound like your mum or your nana making chips Yeah, in the house. You know, we used to do chips in a pan on yeah. the stove and end up in the 1970s but government how safety how about oven. that? You are saving the future of the planet by going to have fried chips tonight. Yes. Well, if you're ever in that, you know, that thing where you have in that kind of emotional internal battle about is it is it right that I'm having a chippy tea during yeah. the week? Maybe I should behave myself and have a salad. No, you're saving the planet. Go and do it right now and set sail with the new container ship. We will leave you with that message. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So, look, if you spot anything in terms of uh, annoyance on public transport and you, you don't know who to turn to, the police aren't going to listen to your calls, are no. they, Richie? That's wasting police time. Call the British Transport Social Police. Uh, Richie and I were there to waiting to take your call and we'll deal with it uh, immediately. Home time at absoluteradio.co.uk. Even if it's just kids listening to their music out through their phone, get in touch on the email. Tomorrow... We have Gerard Butler in the studio. Yep. He's not going to travel on public transport, is he? He must do a bit of public transport. Back in the day. He must have been. He's a lad from Glasgow, isn't he? But do you know what? A ruling from a Hollywood superstar would really add a lot of weight to this whole unit, this whole project. This whole project. I would say I'd go one further than a ruling. I'd say endorsement. <laughs> Let's not put it to him as that, but it's an endorsement. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Gerard Butler to endorse the British Transport Social Police.